When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, it's Tony Robbins. Hey guys, I'm Audrina Patrick. Hey, this is Adam Carolla. You're on the Hollywood Raw podcast. You're watching Hollywood Raw. You're listening to and watching Hollywood Raw. This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn. The podcast humanizing Hollywood. From celebrities to media moguls, even paparazzi and bodyguards have come to break news, break their silence, or just have a great conversation on Hollywood Raw. If they're on Hollywood Raw, there's a reason. From page six to TMZ, Daily Mail, and People Magazine, everyone is talking about the Hollywood Raw podcast with Dax Holt and Adam Glenn. What up, buddy? What's up, dude? How are you? I'm doing good. I can't complain. Everything's been going well. Just busy week per usual, but nothing to complain about, honestly. Yes. Welcome, everybody, to the Hollywood Raw podcast. Uh, Dax, how would you explain this podcast? I would say this podcast, well, I love your definition of it, to be honest, is where you say like we humanize Hollywood, because I feel like that is the whole point. We humanize Hollywood. We're telling, you know, the behind the scenes stories of our run ins with celebrities, what they are really like, but not only from our perspective of them, we get celebrities on and you get your firsthand perspective of what those celebrities are really like. But then we bring other people on like bodyguards and paparazzi and they give us their perspective of these celebrities in public. And I think one of the fun things that we've been doing is we've actually been asking celebrities, tell us your run-ins with other celebrities so that they can give us their perspective on another celebrity. I mean, it's just we're doing full circle, finding out what celebrities are really like in Hollywood. Yeah, it's uh, it's cool. And uh, we let, I always love just to hear people's stories in the entertainment business. Like for me, mm-hmm. I don't know about you, Dex, I love talking to like – other journalists and paparazzi to hear about their experiences. I love hearing about celebrities and like their experience through going on the red yeah. carpet and going to these big events and to make it a project with someone they're a fan of and then talking to just like just like interesting people from the reality stars to the bodyguards, like you said, to the people that made them famous. Like there's I don't know, I'm fascinated with that strategy, you know? So it's uh, we talk to all these people that kind of are the center point of Hollywood, what makes the industry go. Uh, besides that, we talk about the biggest news stories in the world. Uh, there's been a lot this week, and Dax, I want to get into some of the stuff, I, uh, some of my celebrity run-ins um, from this week, like Paris. By the way, Adam, speaking of your celebrity run-ins, I do want to tell you that the celebrity stories that we've been talking about, like your run-ins with so-and-so or I I've met so-and-so in person and really like going into depth in those stories that is just crushing it that's what people want to know about that's that's almost ranking higher than a lot of our like sit down interviews right now so I want to start doing a couple more of those episodes like maybe we'll do an interview and then do kind of like a storytelling podcast and switch those off week by week because Everyone that stops me in the street to tell me how much they love the podcast, that is the one thing they keep telling me is like, I want to hear more behind the scenes stories. And so I kind of want to give that to them. And I think today is a perfect day. We've got a celeb interview, but I'm going to hold on to him. 
I'm going to push him to next week. Okay. And I think we spend the time talking about some of our biggest run-ins or maybe not even the biggest run. I know that you've had so many. Do you have, do you happen to have like an us weekly or a people or a, yeah, a, a magazine in your house? I, do I know you always have some. Okay. One. I do have one nearby. Uh, I want to do some actually. And again, this is, if you're listening to this, this is not planned. This is not planned. Um, mean tags always said something like this. Cause the hardest question for me is like when someone asks me how a celebrity is, uh, or who in about the, my experience with them. And honestly, like, or, it's not really sorry i'm gonna take that back the hardest question for me is like name uh an interaction or your favorite interaction with a a celebrity and i've i've done this a hundred times with adam he's like i've i've met everyone i've ran into everyone like you give me a name and so we we've done this in the past with i've played a game with adam where i'm like just open up a magazine and when you see a picture just tell me your interaction with that person so i'd like to play oh you do have one sweet all right you've got an us weekly okay so we're gonna play our game but include the rest of the audience this sure. is a game that we've only played with ourselves so i want to get to that um and, and just switch up the podcast today i think it's going to be fun uh again like i said everyone loves this behind the scenes details and we haven't really explored it um you know i was talking to one of my friends today who listens to our podcast all the time and she said these are her favorite episodes and so i i want to give people some more of it um okay so let me uh, read a review real fast before we jump into this and then kind of find out you know how adam's week win who he ran into and then i really want to jump into obvious obviously the julia fox kanye because wow. we broke an exclusive story we got some on hollywood raw um and so we should dive into that a little bit but yes. so Dr. here yep here is a review the review is from angie and callie I don't remember if I've read this one or not, so I am really sorry. I was racking my brain reading all the reviews going, did I read this one or not? But uh, this one says, just found the show and I love it. I stumbled across your podcast and I'm absolutely in love with y'all. I have been binge watching the previous shows. Thank you so much for having such an informative and entertaining show. I only wish it was more than once a week. Will uh, you be changing to more shows each week? I, I know I'm not alone wanting more. Keep up the great work. We appreciate you. Thank you, Angie and Kelly. Angie, well, thank you. Uh, thank you for leaving a review, guys. Please leave reviews. It's um, Adam. That it. being said, we have tossed around the idea of doing some kind of extra episode a week, uh, and maybe it's just even covering some of the biggest. Like we have a raw rundown on TikTok that does well. Maybe we do something like that for the listeners. Yeah. So that because a lot of people don't have time to cover or like even just keep up on the news like we do. And we do this raw rundown, which is like, hey, let's just catch you up on the biggest story of the, of the week in case you missed any of it. And that could be kind of fun. We just do like a, a roundup on Friday. People on their way to work can listen to what the biggest stories are of the week. I don't know. Get our get our take on it. Yeah, no, I'm down for that. I tell you sort, you know, kind of go into detail some of the biggest news stories of the week because we always have some good inside knowledge of what's going on. Mm-hmm. For example, the Julia Fox situation <laughs> in the past. I, I think the MVP of January was Julia Fox. <laughs> right? Would you say that? Like Julia Fox became. She came out of nowhere. She, she was an actress for the past two years. And then in January, she became a star, you know, by obviously her relationship with Kanye West. A star is a, 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 a big term. I would say she became very well-known and recognizable. I would even say well-known, recognizable. I would say people became aware of. 
yeah. they were able to know the name because I don't know if they knew the face. Obviously, she is a uh, an actress. She was in Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler. Um, For all those people, like you know, that is half our eyes. It's like, who the hell is Julia Fox? I've... Julia Fox is Kanye West's new girlfriend, by the way. He's the that's the girl that you've seen him going around to all the restaurants in New York and L.A. And they went out to Fashion Week, and he's been dressing her up and all this stuff. That is who we're talking about, Julia Fox. Yeah. So Julia Fox obviously started dating Kanye roughly around, well, right at New Year's, the day after New Year's, mm -hmm. per se. They they started dating. Uh, their first date. We had uh, some exclusive details that they went yeah. to Carbone. They were at Carbone that night. And I think we both know that it was a paparazzi setup shot that night. It, no, no, it, it was not a paparazzi setup. It was a someone in their camp. Yes. Set those photos up and, because the paparazzi were there. I, I talked to people that were there and they said there was no way for a paparazzi to get any of those photos that night that it was absolutely someone in either julia's friend circle or kanye's friend circle that snap photos of them in a private room and release them to like tmz yeah it was uh there's no way uh in, in fact i was there that night and didn't even see them and i saw the photographer so i know that there was uh there was no paparazzi got that photo so that was definitely linked from one of their teams and then all of a sudden they became on this tour they were just going from you know, they went to Paris together. Then they also went before that. They went back to New York, went to a, the, the Carbone in New York. And then they went back to Miami. And then they're in L.A. And they're putting out a makeup display. And they're hanging out with Madonna. I mean. It's, it's so weird, dude. Like, what is happening right now? What, what is this? I mean, it's great publicity for, for Julia. I don't understand the point for Kanye. Other than you just want to, like show that you're out dating someone because Kim's so public with Pete right now that he doesn't want to feel like the loser and like, Oh, I'm not dating anyone. So like, look at me, I'm, I'm with this new hot chick and we're just hanging out. Like I, I don't get the point of it though, to but be honest with also you. also has like a wild past. Like you saw the reports this past week. She had a relationship with Drake before Kanye. Um, she also, and this is from her mouth. Not, I'm, we're not making this up. She, um, she was a dominatrix. Uh, she worked at the dungeon in New York City back years ago. I mean, this was more than 10 years ago. She worked as a dominatrix trying to hustle her way in New York City. So she's been around. Um, you know, she's been around the New York scene. She knows people. I'm sure she knows some influential people. Um, where, so, Dax, you have some knowledge about this situation. Yeah. So, so I see the page six story come out, right? Page six broke the story that Julia and, and Drake actually used to date and so i did some digging i i knew someone that is connected and i found out some more details and these are exclusive hollywood raw details <laughs> 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 uh but no so the he they met originally because he slid into her dms drake all right drake slid into julia uh fox's dms that's how they originally met next thing you know they then hung out at the Bowery Hotel in New York. All right. That was kind of like their first meeting there. Which Bowery then big hot spot, big celebrity yeah, spot. You hang out the bar, huge. always someone there at night. So then they hung out again in LA. Okay. I and I don't know who initiated that one, but they hung out again in LA. But here's where it got crazy. So Drake invited Julia Fox up to Toronto. 
And this was kind of right around when the pandemic first took off. And so the border shut down. So she ended up staying in Toronto for a lot longer than was originally planned. And that's where I think their relationship kind of went to the next level. Um, as of right now, I am being told by my source that they are just friends. Her and Drake are just friends, which is funny because Drake and Kanye are like arch nemesis. Uh, but she's friends with with Drake still, and he'll like send her gifts and, and stuff. But they have a very good relationship. So that's the exclusive Hollywood Raw details right there, how they met. But I love I love Drake sliding into her DMs. I guess he was a big fan of Uncut Gems, yeah. the movie with Adam Sandler. So he slid into her DMs to, to say hi to her. Yeah, I mean, listen, Julie knows what she's doing. She's not, I mean, she's, Drake can have any girl out there, but he slid into Julia Fox and she knows what she's doing. She was with Drake, now she's with Kanye. Obviously, this is good for her career. Uh, she has mm -hmm. a child with her ex-husband. So, I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't. By the way, you should go check out her IG page. Did you see all of her like pregnant photos? Yeah. So I didn't realize she had a kid. And then I was like, go, I was doing the whole like IG stalking of Julia Fox. Just be like, who is this girl? You know, like, how did she just come out of kind of nowhere? Um, and I was talking, I was like, oh, she's got a kid. And then she had like all these like nine month pregnant photo session and that's so I just it was fascinating. I was looking at it all. <laughs> yeah. Drake follows her on Instagram. She mm -hmm. follows Drake on Instagram. So, you know, the clues sort of line up. I know there was a few photos apparently that the people saw at the paper um, that were purses that she that he bought for her. I'm sure they're pretty expensive. Listen, she knows what she's doing. She's working the room. The funniest video I loved, I think they're at Delilah in LA in LA, and Kanye was leaving the bar and she ran out with him, made out with him in front of the paparazzi. Dude, that was in. And it was like, all right, she knows what she's doing. But again, I'm not mad at that. This is a business. It's show business. And what I love, so so we posted this video. Gawker actually saw our video and wrote up an entire story based around the video that we had posted because it was such an awkward moment where they're outside and like they're standing there and then they're like all right should we kiss because there's all the pop okay let's let's kiss but the whole gawker article was saying basically julia fox and kanye do not have sex based on this one video and i can tell because they have no passion no chemistry it was a pretty funny story so thanks gawker <laughs> that was, that was a good little, uh, tidbit for us so um that's pretty much like the biggest news that's been going on right now, I think, yeah. in entertainment news. Would you say anything else? I mean, Dax, I mean, there's... I mean, that, that story I'm, has been dominatrixing the headlines. Yeah, I mean, you know the Pete and Kim story. <laughs> <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't even like my pun at all. No, Screw really off. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, but I think, obviously, their story is working the Pete and Kim story. But I also think that... In my opinion, okay, this might this is my my opinion is that Kanye thinks that he can make Julia into as big as Kim and using the media mm -hmm. to his advantage and using the media to grow her brand. I think that's okay. I think he knows I can make. But what what is he, what is what is Kanye get out of that? Because I that's fine. Julia becomes this like muse that Kanye needs, but like yeah, but but I'm. 
what does Kanye get out of that? He's got. I get what Julia gets out of it. She becomes a huge star. But what does Kanye get out Kanye of it? He just knows in the back of his mind, like I can make anybody into a Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian wasn't Kim Kardashian. I made Kim Kardashian. So I feel like Kanye thinks I can make a Kim Kardashian 2.0 with Julia Black. She's interesting. She's got Fox. a crazy background. Julia Fox. Ju I'm sorry, Julia Fox, not Julia Black. Julia Julia Fox. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I, I really, honestly, I haven't figured out this relationship yet. I, I, I cannot, I don't understand it. I don't, I don't get what his motivation is other than I can tell this girl to put on and wear whatever the hell I tell her to, and she will do it. You know what I'm saying? He likes being, he likes having that muse and Kim was his muse for a very long time. Now he's got a new muse that he can just kind of tell her whatever to wear and she'll listen to him. Do you? I don't know. Do you, are we seeing at this point right now in Kanye's career, Dax? Are yeah. we seeing a meltdown, or are we seeing a guy who's just playing with the media? Yeah, we see this is typical Kanye playing with the media, a hundred percent. He is not. This is not him having one of his episodes. I think that um, we've seen that. We know what that looks like. This is not that. I think Kanye is just. I think this is his rebuttal to Kim and Pete being out all the time. And I, I actually had a big conversation with a buddy of mine today as well about Kim and Pete and just not even understanding that one either. The Pete's awesome. He is not the person I would have ever pictured Kim Kardashian going to after Kanye West. So my analysis yeah. of, of that situation is, her and Kanye were really bad for a very long time, probably much longer than we would have ever known in the media because they tried to keep it secret and they were probably miserable and tried to make it work and tried to make it work. It didn't work out. And she probably hadn't laughed in a very long time. She goes on SNL, meets, you know, sees Pete. They have a great time. He makes her laugh and she just probably felt like normal, like herself again. And she probably gravitated towards that because I think probably hanging out with Pete, he seems like one of those people that's going to make you laugh the entire time you're with him. And I bet she is finding that super sexy and was like, yep, this is what I'm into. Do you? That's my guess. I thought she would end up, especially at this point in her career, because she's done it all. Athletes, now comedians, the biggest musician in the world. She's done it all. I mean, yeah, you're not. She's with the, one of the biggest comedians right now. She's been with the biggest yeah. musician. She's with, I wouldn't say one of the biggest basketball players, but she was with an athlete. Um, you know, I didn't want to go football. She was with a Heisman Trophy winner. Um, but I would have thought she would have went for like a prince of some European country. Saudi Arabia or something. Yeah, not Saudi Arabia. Maybe like a France or Morocco or Monaco or you know, some. Or even just, just, well, I would say billionaire, but I guess that doesn't work. Because I see a lot of these like super famous women end up with billionaires. Like a Salma Hayek ends up with a billionaire. And, you know, it's a lot of people do. I'm not saying that's a bad thing by any means. I just, I mean, she's worth a shit ton of money. You see her. Net worth went up by six hundred million yeah. the last couple of days. Yeah. Um, Skims got another deal, and she, now it's she's at like a one point eight billion dollar empire net worth. It's crazy. It's good for her. It's crazy for me, just because you know people like him, in my opinion, and this this is my illusion, I should say, that I'm telling myself. But like I used to go for Kim twelve years ago at the airport, and it was just me there, you know. And I used to mm -hmm. talk to her when the camera was not on, and she was super nice and. You know, I she talked to me and we'd have these cool conversations. And in the past 12 years, I saw her brand grow and get bigger and get bigger and get bigger. 
and some parts about it feels like I was a small part of her success. You know, I was, you had no part in her success. Just FYI. Um, <laughs> but, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But no, you're right. But you're not. You're, you're right. You're wrong. I mean, yes, she would have done it by herself. But like when no one was going for, her, I was going for the same thing. You know, and Kevin Hart, I've had these conversations with him. But like, I've been there the entire journey. You know what I'm saying? Like I saw her when nobody cared about her, and now it's. Little, I'm not even bullshitting. It's parades where she, wherever she goes, like it's, it stops traffic. It's have, wild. Have, have I ever told you? I've got quite a couple Kim run-in stories, but did I ever tell you the time that she came into the into TMZ? No. Was it a, so? Was it okay. Terms or bad terms? Like was she stomping or was she like? No, 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 no. It was, it was all good. I just, I just don't remember if I've ever told you this story because. There was a conversation that happened the day that Kim came into the office that kind of changed my perspective and my trajectory in entertainment news, all because of Kim Kardashian. Like Kim Kardashian literally changed the way I covered entertainment news. Okay, Mm -hmm. so she comes in one day and I don't even remember why she was at the building i don't remember if she was having sushi downstairs or she came in to be kind i i I really have racked my brain trying to remember why kim kardashian came in but she came in and at that time tmz was still relatively brand new um and i remember i was very mean at the beginning of tmz like my first pitch on air and i am not even joking you day one tmz was I had Chris Angel and I said, I called Chris Angel a douchebag on national television and everyone loved it. They thought it was so funny. And so I thought being mean was the way to make television. And so I was just kind of going off that and I was getting a lot of attention and making the show every day and, and all this stuff. And I remember Kim comes walking in and Harvey's, taking her around and like kind of showing her the office and she wasn't Kim Kardashian at the time, you know, she was still relatively like not as famous, but well-known. And he comes up to me and he's like, Hey Dax, I want you to meet Kim. And he's like, Kim, Dax, Dax, Kim. And I was like, nice to meet you. He's like, Dax is the meanest person in this room. And that moment right there changed everything. I was like, Holy shit. I don't, I, I don't want that title. I don't want to be known as the meanest person in the room. That that was awful for me. And yeah. so from that moment, everything changed. I was like, I am not going to be mean. I'm not going to be mean celebrities. And it was still obviously very young in the TMZ days. So I changed my persona, my brand. And I from then forward, if you ask anyone, I was the nice guy at TMZ. And that's what I wanted. And it's all honestly thanks to Kim Kardashian because that like broke my heart that I was getting introduced to this celebrity as the meanest guy at TMZ. Yeah. And, was and she, yeah, yeah. She, she was wonderful. Okay. Um, I, I ended up taking photos with her. We chatted for a little bit. She didn't have any large like security detail. I think she had like one other person that she was there with. Um, but she she met everyone, dude. She walked around that office smiling, meeting everyone. I remember 
I, I pulled her into like an office to be like, can I take a photo with you? Because I know that if I start taking photos with you, like the whole office is going to take photos with you. Um, and she was like, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. She was so sweet, so down to earth. And it wasn't even like I've met her or hung out with her a couple times. And she was the same way. Like that is just Kim. I think she's genuinely like a really sweet, kind person. And people just love to hate on her and don't realize that she's really, really a nice, nice girl. Yeah, yeah. I say that, you know, everyone always asks me when they find out what I do. They go, oh, how are, how are the Kardashians? Have you met them? I'm like, yeah. And they go, oh, you know, Kim has no talent or they, you know, they have no talent. They, you know, they're famous for no reason. And, you know, they want to judge them. I'm like, honestly, they're they're nice people. They're they're very, yeah. very nice. I have there, nothing bad to say about them. Um, and there is a talent in staying relevant for this long. Yeah, that is that is a mother effing talent right there. They they know how to work the media. They know how to work the system where the biggest stars in the world have taken their strategy and their recipe to stay relevant, to stay famous. You know, the other yeah. celebrities are doing that. And again, just from personal experiences, they've always been so nice. The whole family has been very, very nice. And it's just crazy for me to, you know, been a small part of like, like they're, again, that's me thinking I've been a part of their success, but part of me, you know, see their journey she, the entire time. She followed me for a long time on Twitter. That's how I actually got like a decent following on Twitter. It was because of Kim Kardashian. Interesting. And then she defollowed you. She unfollowed me when she started dating Kanye. No, absolutely dead serious. So she she cleaned house when Kanye and her got together. She ditched like everyone. And I was one of the people she ditched was. So did she unfollow everyone till now until like she's only following Kanye or she was just cleaning house? She's like, OK, I don't she, need to snap her. Yeah, she she went like down to, let's say, like. 22 people she was following or something so i had pete davidson follow me for a little bit on instagram and then he got rid mm -hmm. of his instagram and stopped and then i lost it i was like man that was good like because <laughs> people on earth who go through who came kardashians following and like oh who's this person dude i'm telling you thousands of people would follow me on a daily basis just because kim followed me and she would retweet a lot of my stuff because there were some really funny things that had come across like someone made a licorice red licorice art like her face out of red licorice and she loved it and she thought it was funny and i'd had a couple like i've I always always had like celebrity dreams i don't know about you but i have celebrity dreams just because talking about or being surrounded by celebrities all the time but like i had dreams about her and her sister like picking me up as i was hitchhiking and i tweeted about it and she reposted so it's just like and then all that went away when she started dating kanye <laughs> Speaking of uh, Kim, I uh, I had an interesting week. I ran into, I hmm, I had two experiences with celebrities this past week. Uh, Paris Hilton twice, and then uh, mm -hmm. the Gorgas uh, from the Real Housewives of New Jersey. Um, let's start with Paris. I get a tip that Paris is on a flight to to Newark Airport. Um, I get a tip from. Uh, someone internally, I'm not going to say because mm -hmm. I don't want to get them in trouble or get it weird, but I'll just say internally that she's on this flight. And I'm like, okay, Paris is usually good with, you know, talking. And it was, I was nearby. I was like, okay, I'm going to go for Paris. Home. Especially I wanted to get her at the start of her press week because she was in coming to New York to do a bunch of shows. She did Drew Barrymore. She did Jimmy Fallon. She did uh, Watch What Happens. 
So I get to the airport. Paris was unrecognizable. She comes out with her husband, what? Carter, seriously, and their dog. She had a hood on and her sunglasses on, and I maybe a hat on that was basically you couldn't tell who it was. It was you know, and she wasn't glammed up at all. She'd never makeup mm-hmm. on. So I was like, oh, all right, this is gonna be weird. And then I there's an autographer there. We both saw her, and we're like, okay, let's just like again. I didn't coming from my background and my position. When I get a tip like this, I feel like. I have to imagine that she's in on it. You know what I mean? Like, or is she, is she not? I don't know. But I go to the airport. We wait for her to go to the bathroom when she gets off the plane. We wait for her to get her bags. And we don't, like, jump out on her. Like, we put ourselves in a position where we didn't draw attention. And she has to gradually, like, walk towards us. You know what I mean? Like, it's a very, like, welcoming spot. Like, we're not trying to run in front of her. Oh, she had to walk towards us. We got it to a spot where it's quiet. Nobody, nobody recognized her. Again, because she's wearing so much of a disguise and i start talking to her a little bit about the metaverse because she's very invested in that um so we talked to her a little bit with that but her answers aren't that good but in all is it and do you do you think that she wasn't giving up the answers because she was like i'm not dolled up i'm tired after a plane flight like she just wasn't yeah because i feel like every time she talks to you she gives you 110 percent of paris hilton yeah so for her not to makes me think that she is either tired or just not into it because she is one of the nicest people in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I, I think it was both. I think, A, she wasn't dialed up, which I was surprised. Uh, and then the other part was she, like, the weather wasn't so great. So she, like, couldn't really get the, the plane landed, but didn't get to the gate for, like, an extra hour. So she was oh, just God. annoyed and frustrated and uncomfortable. And especially the L.A. to New York flight is not the – it's a long flight. And she had her dog, mm-hmm. and there's just – she's she's uncomfortable. And I get it. It's at night, and she's got to do big press that week. So I talked to her a little bit, but then Carter was like, hey, man, we'll get you uh, later in the week. I'm like, all right, cool. I shook his hand, said goodbye to her, like said something nice to her, and she was very sweet about it. Like I wasn't a dick. She was very sweet. I wasn't mad about that. I wish that interview was better, to be honest with you, but I wasn't mad at it just because of the circumstances. Two days later, I get a call that uh, – no, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't get a call. I was walking towards the Bowery Hotel of all places, which we talked about earlier. I was on my way to the Bowery Hotel to go to the restroom. And on my way there, I'm walking on Bond Street. Now, on Bond Street in New York City, there's – You've talked about – oh, that's where the restaurant is, the new Bond restaurant. Yeah, so Zero Bond is okay. there. And also down the street is where Gigi Hadid has a place. And Gigi Hadid – I think was around because there was some paparazzi down the street, but there, dude, I need to come to LA. Like we just need art LA. I need to come to New York. Like you have, you have such a crazy life out there. Like I need to experience this life of yours for just like four days. Yeah. Well, can we please set this up? Dude, you're more than welcome. It's very interesting. So actually this is in the same day. So okay. the one paparazzi is down the street on one corner. And then the bunch of the paparazzi are at the end of the street. Cause they're waiting on Gigi Hadid. And when I get to the corner first, I I get to the point where there's the one paparazzi. And I say, hey, man, what's going on? He goes, don't tell anybody, but Paris and Nikki are having lunch at Zero Bond. They should be out any minute. I'm like, oh, okay. So I waited across the street to come out, like for them to come out. And I'll get my camera out, like literally just take my camera out of my bag. As soon as I do that, Paris and Nikki walk out. And this is the day that it was announced that Nikki was welcoming her third kid. Like she's pregnant with her third kid. Paris comes out shortly after, all dialed up. And unfortunately, all the paparazzi at the end of the street saw this. So mm. they all run out of the way, and it becomes a whole mess. When I mean not a whole mess, it just became a lot of photographers on this. But Paris is so good and so nice, and she's dialed up. She looks amazing. 
she takes off her jacket, puts on a truck, and starts posing in the middle of the street. I'm saying, like, I saw this like, video. It's so good. Funny. You have to go to our, our Instagram or TikTok, wherever you want to see our content. A Paris posing for the paparazzi in the middle of the street. This seems like should be posing for Dior. Like, the, the street <laughs> from the ground. It's a dead, the most beautiful street in Soho, uh, which is Bond Street. She's posing. And then. She starts walking down the street, and I talked to her more about the metaverse, who she loved to have, in her, uh, who's the person she got starstruck by. And I mean, I start really talking to her. About wait, wait, who did she say she got starstruck by? I mean, because this fits into our podcast 100% of like, who does a celebrity get starstruck by when they have that interaction? Who'd she say? Let's uh, let's play the interview. Paris, congratulations. New, uh, new uh, nephew or niece on the end. I'm excited. Very exciting. We're going to Right in the middle of the street, look beautiful. Yeah, yeah, we want you to look gorgeous. There we go. Oh! Move over a little bit more. Right. There we go. Perfect. Awesome. Woo. Yes. Work it, girl. Thank you. <laughs> so, Paris, back to the NFTs. I know I saw you the other day. But are you excited for this NFT world that you're jumping in? I'm very excited. Yeah. So what can fans expect from this NFTs and Thank you so You're much. You're welcome. So what can fans expect from these NFTs? I know it's a really exciting time. Everyone's trying to learn about them. Mm -hmm. You know, how is your what's what can they expect from Paris World? Um, well I have a new drop that is being released with a collaboration with Super Plastic on Origin Protocol very soon and we launched my Paris World in Roblox and it's just amazing just to be in the metaverse. Yeah. Excited for digital wearables and just all the technology that NFTs have. You're a big entrepreneur. What is other stuff are you trying to get involved in? Um, just everything I'm doing from audio, video, music, podcasting, producing. Who is your dream guest to have on the podcast? Madonna. Have you read any chance or I mean? I haven't asked yet. No. She's my idol. I hear you. Uh, obviously, your sister's pregnant right now. The news just came out. How does it feel to have a, maybe a new niece or nephew coming to uh, coming out? Are you pretty excited about this? I can't wait. I no. love being an aunt. What about you? Are we? Uh, are you guys talking about it right now? About we can't welcome the baby? Not yet. Let's oh, are you? Do you think 2022 would be the year Paris becomes a mom? We'll see. But... And what? Yeah. What can? Any advice for people who are married now? What can you? Uh, as being still in the wedding, what advice do you have for people that are married and couples that are going through it? Oh, Ooh, sorry. Just one. All right. My last question for you. Who was the last person that you met that you were starstruck from? Madonna. That's pretty cool. <laughs> the our... only person that ever starstruck me. <laughs> all right, listen. I wish you the best. Thank you for being cool always, all right? Yes. Good to see you, right? You too, honey. Have a great day. You too. Madonna, huh? Madonna. So she's I'm not even surprised. Like I she's been a huge Madonna. Like if you look at Paris's life, she is material girl. Yeah. So it like only makes sense that Madonna was, you know, her idol growing up. And of course she's gonna be starstruck meeting her. So I mean, listen, she unfortunately she well, it's not unfortunate. She walked back to Nikki's place and I had talked to her for a little bit down the street. I don't talk to her the entire time. Like I get my few questions in. And I didn't have time to research it because there's really not that much to talk about Paris, and it's different. There's a there's a Paris when there's the camera on, and then there's a Paris when the camera's off. You know, when she's on, she does the voice, but when she's off, she's like, "Hey, what's up? How you doing?" Like she's just, <laughs> it's just 
Um, so I talked to her a little bit. She's super cool, super nice. But all the paparazzi are pissed because like, I'm in all their photos. I'm like, guys, she Paris just posed in the middle of the street. If you didn't get the shot, something's wrong with you. <laughs> I could have I been an asshole. Yeah. I kept talking to her the entire time. But check out the video. It's on her Instagram and TikTok handle. So then after that, I get Paris. Um, I start driving to the gym. You know, I jump, I'm not driving. I jump on my bike. It's freezing. I start riding my bike to the gym. And as I'm on my way towards the gym, I ran into Melissa and Joey Gorga walking down the street. Oh, nice. Um, That's a good one. Jersey. And uh, I real quick, I jump off my bike, take out my camera. Now, does, does, does Joe, like, when he sees you, does he recognize you? Because he came on the podcast. We've interviewed Joe. Did, does yeah. he recognize you? Or, like, it's too weird because it's like... <laughs> Joe doesn't rec- – Melissa recognizes me. Um, I've interviewed uh, – because I've interviewed Melissa more than I've rec- uh, I've interviewed Joe. So Melissa recognizes me, and uh, Joe uh, – Joe, I could have said, hey, you came to my podcast, but it's not even worth that. It's not even worth having that conversation. It would go nowhere. Um, but I uh, I start pulling up my camera, and Melissa starts covering her face. And she's like, no, no, no. I just got a facial. I can't be on – my face looks terrible. I, you know, it's all red. You're like, but that's what's going to get you coverage. Because if you you just had a facial and your face is all red, like that's actually going to get you pressed. Just walking down the street, no one's going to care. The funny part is Joe is like, no, no, honey, come on. Put your sunglasses on. Let them shoot you. They're trying to work. They're trying to work. Honey, put your sunglasses on. And Melissa's like, no, no, he's good to me. I always talk to him all the time. I look terrible today. So I was like, he's like, all right, I'll talk to you. So I'm like, all right. So I, I don't talk to Melissa out of respect because she didn't feel comfortable. But I talked to Joe. We talk a little bit. Here, play the interview. What's up, Joe? What's up, man? I love the book, by the way. Oh, good book. Real estate market. You're in the real estate market. Yeah. How's the market looking right now? Is it a good time to invest? Is it is it is it a good time to invest? Obviously, the the, the Wall Street's gone. But what's your thoughts right now? Real estate's market? always good, man. It's great right now. So you put your money into real estate, you'll do great. Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. your advice to housewives, husbands? Everyone said, you know, like you've been in it. You're now a veteran. Is it difficult? How is it dealing with it? Being a housewife husband, dealing with the Bravo fans, is it, you know, what's your advice? Bravo to- fans are great. They're all great. It's just dealing with the women, <laughs> the housewife women. They're difficult. You know, you got to live that life and you're a house husband. That's, that's, you, you got to, we got to get a trophy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What, what, but you've been like, it's obviously the show's about the real housewives, but the husbands are an equal, most important part of the yeah. show. Yeah. Is it weird for you, like, adjusting to that? Like, you weren't supposed to be part of the show, but now you've become a major part of the show? Yes, yeah, you know, but they got to change it up, man, you know? Yeah. It's been this housewife thing forever, but the guys, we really bring it. We And we're real. We, we can have our arguments, but then we come together, you know? And, and, and we tell you how it is. We tell you the truth that people really want to hear. Yeah. And we're honest. Very. You know, and, and, and people just love that. Are you? And we're funny. And, yeah, yeah, you and guys, all you're all, uh, are you very close with all the other husbands? Yes, pretty much. I yeah. had a little issue with Bill this year. Yeah. You're going to see coming up, you know, but now we're all right. Uh-huh. Will you do stand-up anymore? What's going on? Yeah, still doing, doing great, man. Yeah. So yeah. how's stand-up going for you? It's Are going you, great. It's going you're great. You're enjoying it? You're doing a lot of spots yeah. and stuff? I had to postpone a couple shows because of COVID. Sure. But I got, I'm got. i on a major tour, man. Like yeah. 18 shows coming up, so it's... would have had a lot more of just COVID, so we're just taking it easy, but yeah. it's good. And then lastly, obviously... You've, you've met all the housewives and stuff like that, but there's a lot of celebrities out there that are huge housewives fans. Who's the person that you've met that you become starstruck by? The one that like they reached out to you is like, man, I'm a huge housewife fan. 
over the years? Mike Tyson. Really? Yeah, because he's so big and he's Mike Tyson and he's got this tattoo on his face and I met him and he's like, hey Joe, I love you man. And he recites, <laughs> and he recites all the episodes which is, and you're sitting there like, yo, you're Mike Tyson. And, and he watches it religiously and he's amazing. Man. I love it, brother. Yeah. Good to see you, man. Glad you're crushing it. I loved your book, brother. You I appreciate it. it. So I got to butter him up talking real estate a little bit. <laughs> of course. You know, Smart I, move. I That's what he's into. But then I just talked to him about, you know, random stuff. I don't know what to talk to him about, to be honest with you. I mean, there's – I could ask him some, like, weird, dirty questions, but I'm trying to build a relationship so Melissa comes on the podcast. But nice guy. <laughs> because he understood our job. He's like, honey – he's like, I'll talk to you. Here, we'll, I'll give you some content. And No, he, he gets it. He was smart. I mean, he came on our podcast, and I remember him – like he's just one of those people that are media savvy and they understand that everyone's got a, a gig and a role and you know their role might not be your your forte but if you make everyone happy they're going to make you look good and they're going to like try to really enhance your brand so he gets it yeah so he's a public figure nice guy listen they're both nice they've they've always been pretty good to me over the years so i can't really i can't you know it's cool it's cool. Okay, let let's get to let's get to this game because we're running out of time. I wanted to keep this podcast to, you know, forty five minutes or so. People got things to do with their day, so pull out your Us Weekly magazine. I am going to call out a page number. You're going to open it to that page. We're going to see what celeb is on that page, and you're going to tell us an interaction that you've had with them because you basically ran into every person under the sun. This is not planned. We haven't done this before. We're going to try this because this is what I always say to people. Just give me a magazine. Name me a celebrity. I can tell you a story. So we're going to yep. try this and see if I can actually do this. We got the latest Us Weekly. Bob Saggis on the cover. Dax, give me a number. Let's go with 17. 17. Okay, good number. Okay, hold on. Hold it up because I want to see who's on. I want to see who's on it. Because if there's multiple celebs, I want to be able to choose the celeb. Um, there is multiple people. Um, okay, hold it up. Come on, let me see. There's multiple people. This so I is, see, is that Alicia Keys? You got Hold on. So you got Alicia Keys. You have Alicia Keys. You have John Stewart, Pete Davidson, Joe Keery, Micah Monroe. Let, let's screw, uh, just go Alicia Keys. I don't even know who uh, Joe Keery and Micah, Micah Monroe. Oh, they're from Stranger Things, I believe. But I never met them, I'm not going to lie. Uh, Alicia Keys. Uh, very nice. Alicia's very nice. However... Alicia Keys. Alicia is very nice. Alicia Keys is very nice. You have to before you approach her, you take she, off your shoes. No, she's uh, <laughs> you know, so she used to live in Soho, and people used to be like she would never come out. It was the weirdest thing. Like she, she would just never leave her place. We thought like there was something weird about it that she would never. She lived. Uh, I think she she either sold her place to Lenny Kravitz or Lenny Kravitz bought his place from hers. And I could be wrong, but I'm just thinking back to when she lived there. But the crazy part is you would never see her. You would see her husband all the time, but you would never see her. But when you do get her, she's very, very nice. She's very, very cool. That's like my – like, she's nice. She's cool. I don't she's really nice, have like, – yeah. Well, she, get, she gives off the nice, cool vibe. Like she's not someone that I feel like is ever angry or upset. Like she is in constant state of chill is how I picture Alicia Keys. And yeah. I – and with her being like – when she hosts the Grammys and she's shoeless on stage and it's like peace and love, peace and love, I think that's what she's like in real life. And based on what you're saying, it sounds like that is what she's like in real life. Yeah, she doesn't come out like she doesn't walk around. You're not going to see her like she's not trying to be seen. She she gets seen when she wants to be seen. Mm -hmm. She's not going to go to the fancy spots and 
Um, that's just not her style. Like she, or and she doesn't like come out. Well, a she's lot. also she's she's a no makeup kind of gal. You know, she's like just what you see is what you get. I like that. Okay, uh, let's go store and what is yeah. it? On the page. I'm gonna go to the next on one. Story. You want to try something else? Okay, go another page. Yeah, I don't want the same page. I want a different page. Let's go page fifty-one. Fifty-one. Okay. Fifty. Do they even make fifty-one pages in Us Weekly anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you know what's so crazy? They don't. The magazine. No, they don't even have fifty-one pages in Us Weekly anymore. Thirty-eight. That's uh. Yeah. Wow. Okay. How about thirty-seven? Thirty-seven. Okay. Um. Okay, so you pick. There's a bunch of people on this page. Let me just show you. There. All right. So here's the page. What is this? Boozy blunders. Oh wait. So I see Beyonce. Is it Beyonce? Emily Redichowski. Pink. All right. Pink's on the page. Give me a pink story. You know she's my gal. She's my favorite. So pink used to stay at the Greenwich Hotel a lot. I don't know if she still stays there all the time with her husband. And her husband is like a guy you don't want to fuck with. And Carrie, yeah, yeah, he, and he's very protective of her as well. Protective of the family, the kids. So they try to live their life, but like, he he's gotten aggressive with the paparazzi. Like he's been like back the fuck up. Like they mm -hmm. he does not like. They go to New York, and you don't see them a lot in L.A. In my opinion, like you don't, you know, they're pretty kind of. Uh, well, they're in Malibu, and like they're deep in Malibu, and so again, they are the type of people. When they want to be seen, they will be seen. But other than that, she can come and go. She can, she she's she she doesn't get dolled up when she leaves the house, you know. So I think she can kind of walk around and blend in with with the community. Really, he himself, I've seen him get aggressive with the paparazzi. It's funny because on the same page as Emma Stone, the same thing. Like I've seen her, and I think you get YouTube like videos of her getting aggressive with the paparazzi. Like I owe you nothing. Leave me alone. Um, that, therefore, actually, I never go for Emma Stone. I like her. I've gotten like a photo with her before because I'm a fan of her, but I would never kind of put my camera up to her. And she, and don't me wrong, when I've done that to her, she's been very, very sweet, very, very nice, but she's known to be very, very private. So again, she doesn't really come out too much. Um, she's married now, but for my fan experiences dealing with her, cause I know she's not going to talk to my camera. She's very, very good to the fans. I met pink day one of working for TMZ, I had to cover a PETA red carpet and she was there really? and she was so unbelievably cool. She came over to me. She had just got, do you remember when she had a diamond in her tooth? Yeah. So she had literally just got that done. And I remember talking to her and I looked at her and it like blinged in my eyes. I was like, Whoa, that tooth is so cool. And she's like, yeah, this is awesome. They had to drill in my tooth and then they put the diamond in. She, and she was just so damn amazing. And I, I mean, I have been pink is like my gal. Like she is my number one favorite celebrity on the planet just because she's so badass. She makes amazing music. She puts on a cool performance. And I just love like literally everything about her. She actually gave me a shout out to a paparazzi once. It was really fun. Like That's pretty cool. One of the TMZ guys uh, was waiting for her to come out of the Malibu shops, um, the Country Mart area. And they had told me she's here. And they said, you know, do you want us to get you a shout out? I was like, what do you mean? Do you? Of course. And she comes out and she's like, hi, Dax. How are you? It was so cool. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I love her. For Max a few times with Miranda Kerr. Um, because he loved Miranda Kerr at the time. Give me one more page. Let's try one more time. Okay, one last page. Yeah. Let's go page 22. 22. Am I on that page? Oh, it's right here. 
Um, okay, so I'm on page. Speaking, of, so you see the pages right now. I can't see. Yeah, who's that? What is is that? Maggie Gyllenhaal or something? Oh, it's hard to see through. It uh, it's Vera Famiga, Famiga, oh. Sarah Silverman. Yes, give me a Sarah Silverman story. The best part, I think I said it not. To oh yeah, we already did that one. Okay, let me. Who else is on there? Kathy Hilton and Nikki Hilton. And Nikki Hilton, I was just with Nikki just this week. Give me another page because I said it's funny. No, well, do you have a Kathy Hilton story? Uh, I don't have a Kathy Hilton story. She's okay, very. All, right. I, I, all I can so say is she's very, very nice to the fans, to the paparazzi, just like her daughters. She she gets it. Okay, the, let's go twenty three then. Just flip one page. Um. <laughs> that was a good one, huh? No, it's terrible because I don't know if it's just me, but these stars are getting worse. It's uh, <laughs> Carrie Preston from Claw. It says Claw's star Carrie Preston. Which pop? Which publicist did a, got a favor by Us Weekly? I don't know anything about this girl. Do you know her? I I don't recognize her at all. Who? She's in the show like Claws. Yeah, I don't know. I Can literally don't even know the name. That, that, like another one, because that is just such a random one. All right, go go to twenty four. No, no, no. We're not deleting that. We don't know who she is. Go to 24. <laughs> uh, oh, it's it's um. so 24 is Zoe Deschanel and the uh, Scott dude. Oh, yeah. Scott from you've uh, ran into them, right? Nice guys, man. They stand out. Super nice. They get it. I actually think it's an interesting. They've been together for a long time. Zoe's nice, but she's exactly how she is like a new girl. Like, it's so weird, but that's who she is. It's mm -hmm. like this nice, fun, ditzy girl, very pretty. Um, and the Scott brothers, the the property brothers, are, you know, they're just nice guys. I've interviewed them. They're nice. They're cool. They get it. They're charismatic. They're, um, they're very confident, but not in a, too much confident where it's a jerk yeah. way. Like they're just like, hey, what's up, man? Like they're, you could tell they're enjoying the moment. And um, you know, they're on the Today Show a lot. Good guys. Nothing. I've no bad things to say about them. I've never party with them. I've, uh, you know, I've interviewed them, but. Nice guys. They're, that's what I with them. All right. Well, you know what? If if anyone listening has a celeb run-in story, I want to hear it. Leave us a message. We got yeah. the we got like the the hotline. You can call one eight three three. Sorry, let me start again. It's called one eight three three H W R line. So one eight three three H W R line. Leave us a message. I just want to hear someone else's run-ins. If you've had a good interaction, a bad interaction, an awkward interaction with a celebrity, let us know about it. I, 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 our whole thing, we want to humanize Hollywood. And so if, if you, you've had some kind of funny meeting or anything, hit us up. We'll play it here on the podcast. Let everyone else hear it, you know, and go from there. I love these kind of stories. Yeah, man. Uh, thank you guys for supporting the podcast. Leave a review. Check us out on check us out on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we have the best and most Hollywood celebrity paparazzi content anywhere on social media on the internet. Um, you can see the videos on YouTube. If you want to see what's really going on in the streets of Hollywood, LA, New York, Miami, you're it's it's great. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. It's really cool. And like really Adam cool. said, the the reviews. If you take the time, just thirty seconds out of your day to head on over to iTunes. Leave us a review, say something kind. It, it really means the world to us because that, you know, that's how other people to find the show. They, you know, it, it helps with discovery. So two minutes, 30 seconds, whatever you can spare, head on over to iTunes, leave us a review. And uh, we will. Um, yeah, that was fun. This was I, I'm it's funny because we've got this private Facebook group. If you guys haven't been in it, you go to 
Hollywood Raw, and then there's a private sub section inside of there. And I literally posted the other day, hey, is you know, tell us what kind of episodes you guys are enjoying the most. And a lot of people are saying they like these behind the scenes stories. So I hope you guys enjoyed this one. We will try to do more if the if the response is good and you guys are enjoying the stuff and you want to hear more of our firsthand accounts with celebrities. We will keep this up. And uh, yeah, that was good. I like that. And I like your game, Adam. It's fun. Thanks, guys. We'll see you guys next time. A Huda Media Production.